Hi, I'm I'm Rebecca Corey. Oh, I'm Alicia Wood. And we're in the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. And my vagina is on fuego. All right, I was, I'm not going to say what I was about to say. Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Another week has passed us by, and summer is zooming by at lightning speed, and that sucks. And uh, rain has returned to the Northwest, but hopefully this week, you know, he'll, Mr. Sun will come back out again. Uh, it was a wet weekend, kind of sucked, but uh, I'll tell you why in a moment. But uh, Big D here with you, as always, each and every week, and we want to thank you so much for tuning in. We are the Northwest Convergence Zone, and we have a special guest in the stu- No, wait. Uh, he's not. <laughs> wait. Our man is back, Big Joe. <laughs> yeah, once again. So I have to say... Uh, Greetings and abduction salutations <laughs> from the man cave in the city of Destiny, Tacoma, Washington. And if you want to know my whereabouts, uh, listen to uh, America Coast to Coast this week. I'll be on explaining what happened. There was a bright light. I walked towards it. <laughs> Anyhow, good to be back. No, you had. Uh, it's been a rough summer, right? I mean, in all seriousness. Yeah, I've had some uh, stuff going on family-wise that's... Uh, been taking up a lot of my time and uh you know it kind of happens and then i have to respond to it so yeah um but well, our, uh, our thoughts and our, our prayers have been with you in that whole situation and, and i know it's been uh taking a lot of your time and it's been tough and we've certainly missed you here and i know a lot of people out there miss hearing you on the podcast but you haven't disappeared you're not you haven't gone anywhere you're not leaving or anything no no i'm not in the witness protection program <laughs> despite the rumors <laughs> and uh, i have not gone to search for ben Laden. Uh, all right, it's good to have you back, Big Joe, and then always, Double D. I'm here, and it's great to be here. It's good to have you back, my man, and how was your week? Pretty good? Oh, it was pretty good, yeah. Yeah, had a great time. How was that Rush concert? Who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and of course, our man Squeeze and Wonderboy over there working their magic on the boards, and we always appreciate them. Did he think he was going to see Limbaugh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> All right, yeah, a lot of stuff going on this week, and uh, a couple of things I wanted to point out that happened that happened locally that I thought were um, a little interesting. Uh, Justin, the guy who uh, I don't want to give out his last name just in case, whatever, but he was the organizer of the Hemp Fest, went through quite a frouhaha with the police here in Tacoma. They went and arrested him. No. Uh, yeah, and uh, we're dragging him through court, and the last I heard is that they were going to back off, and uh, I think they were dropping it a bit. They dropped the charges. Yeah, they dropped the charges. It was a little bit of a. It was. It was basically a setup. Wow. And um, it was kind of. It was kind of. It was totally bogus. And he had a thing on Facebook where he posted a couple of phone numbers of uh, some attorneys or whatever, and I called and left messages on him and just said, you know, look, if this isn't legit, man, you need to knock this stuff off. So, but good for him. Good outcome for him. Uh, I have a message out to him. We'd love to have him on the show and talk about that whole thing. And uh, if he gets time, I think he'll come in. Did uh, Double D provide legal counsel? 
Uh, Double D provided bail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm in with the bail he, bonds. He bro. helped him with the ropes. Uh, yeah, he took him on a tour through the jail. This is where you sit. <laughs> this is, no, this is where they make you sit. That's right. You don't get a choice right. when you're in jail. But wasn't he was probably the most popular guy there while he was in, yeah, right? Yeah, because they hooked them all up. Yeah, man. He was like, oh, yeah, we'll start a pipe. No, we're just, Dustin, yeah, we're kidding, we're kidding my man. Yeah, we we're are kidding. kidding. We know we it's all about medical use only. Yeah, it's just right. legit. And so that was bogus. And Justin, good for you. We're glad that that turned out okay. Okay. Uh, mentioning the Rush Show, went to the Rush Show last night, Saturday night at the White River Amphitheater. My friend Kevin was in, is in town, and we went, and it was amazing. I saw uh, Jason Flom from Legend of Bigfoot. He and his uh, his uh, couple of friends and everybody were out there, and I'm telling you, I've seen Rush probably, it's like I've lost count, but it's around 14, 15 times, and uh, the second set of that bill um, they played, you know, they played a, a, a set and then took a break and came out. And when they hit that second set, they opened with uh, the entire Moving Pictures album and then moved on into, you know, other great Rush songs. That was the best I've seen them probably since the 80s. It was an amazing show. They were on. They were, uh, Getty was really uh, into the crowd and chatting quite a bit. And Lifeson. Most underrated guitar player, I think, uh, in rock and roll music. The guy's the master of, like, the triplets and the arpeggios. And, you know, you talk about great guitarists, and his name rarely comes up, but the guy is just amazing. And, of course, Neil Peart's great and Getty Lee. It was a great show. So uh, to everybody who was out there, you know uh, how good it was, and I'm just telling you, if you missed it, you missed something special. Uh, we hit a milestone as a show, though. I don't know if you guys know about that. You guys active on Facebook? I am. You sort are? Of, Joe, kind of, you have a Facebook barely. page. Uh, I kind of. <laughs> I have a uh, love hate hate relationship with it, kind of. With the but, Facebook? Uh, okay, yeah. Well, I'm on Facebook. I like Facebook. Uh, we have a lot of friends on Facebook, but we also have a uh, show page, which is used to be you could click to be a fan of it, and then they changed it, and now it's like you like it or whatever. Um, Sounds like I'm in junior high. Yeah, it is a bit disappointing. It is a little bit. I like these guys. But um, this past week, we crossed the 1500 mark of like Clash fans. I think we're up to 1500 and like 58. We're closing in on 1500 and like 60 or whatever. Uh, It's been a very good. I don't know why. I don't know why. When do you want me to be a friend? Never. (laughs) We don't want to bring the quality of the page down. (laughs) Oh. We want to keep it, you know, quality, good. Is that why you keep denying me? Absolutely. So, no, nobody gets denied. You just click if you like it. But I will say this. Um, we have never, at least that I can remember, we've never asked anybody or, you know, posted things like, uh, get all your friends to like us. Right. Uh, you know, uh, tell us, tell all your friends about us. I mean, we love the fact that you... Uh, if you like the show, you spread the word. That's yeah. not what we're talking about. But we've let our Facebook page just be sort of organic and just kind of let it mm-hmm. grow on its own. And I'm not going to mention any names, but I saw some podcast shows and I see radio shows, you know, like, let us help us hit 2,000 and help us hit, you know, 5,000. Yeah. And Our show is about promoting the people that are on our show. We're not self-promoters. We're not trying to self-promote ourselves. No, but it you is. You know, what happens, happens. Right. Whatever happens, happens. And it's very cool that we hit that mark and it is a milestone i just i wanted to point that out that we appreciate 
all of you who, man, I'm, I mean, you know, I know everybody's not listening every week, but the fact that they would take time out just to look and, you know, and, and get our updates and stuff, it's very cool. Right. We appreciate Double D that. knows, and he's coming to your house. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Wanted to mention to everybody that the uh, Renaissance Fair is going on this weekend, next weekend, and the following weekend up there in Buckley at Maris Farms. We uh, talked to uh, somebody from the... Rent entertainment fair. side of the renaissance fair last week and uh, i want to mention that's going on and i guess it's going on real well i think the weather's kind of crappy this week weekend for it but hopefully people are out there also joe what's happened with the hydros this weekend man hey uh the races have been going they're uh looking good and uh um you know it's always a big time of year see fair blue angels yes got my blue angels hat are you talking about the results? Yeah, what happened? Uh, well, it uh, was the local uh, pepperoni beef jerky boat. Oh, takes boy, it. Alberto. Yes. So All that's right. always cool. That is cool. And the local uh, boy what takes is, it. I think it's uh, what, the second? No, uh, Bill Walk got it last year, but yeah. uh, he, uh, um, he's been in there the last few Does years. Does it piss doing you guys well. off that they closed down like the 520 bridge and all that stuff? No, not me. Not at all? No, it's a few days a year. It's a Seattle tradition. It's one of the few old traditions we still have remaining. Closing There's the not, bridge and you know, inconvenience everybody. Yeah, get, get used to it. Get a plan. You know. What a great Seattle tradition. We're going to screw you all for two days and you like it. Hey, well, <laughs> come on. And it's the Blue Angels. They're the epitome of our military specialists doing what they do. And everybody should uh, be able to handle that a few days yeah, a I year agree. considering no, the skills that those guys have and I don't have a problem know, with what they I, do defending our country. I love to hear the Blue Angels defend our country. Well, you want to see one of them sidewinders <laughs> take out the floating bridge? I want to see. A, <laughs> I'd love to see that. I would love I that. Would love I want to see it. them put a barge out there in the sound and Me let too. them fire I've always it. advocated that. I actually, want them to blow something up. Actually, I think we should have like a kamikaze hydro race where this where they're zooming around at top speed and the Blue Angels are flying trying to shoot them. Yeah, they no, they take out the slowest boat. Yeah, exactly. You're <laughs> eliminating everybody. Speed up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, something uh, something else I want to bring up real quick because we talked about last week uh, how when we had the claw in here. Uh, mysteriously, all of a sudden, they show up in the TNT, and there's a big article on them. And uh, another example of that, and not to be, we're not whining or anything. We just find it. Yeah, we are. Okay, we are. Uh, Blanco Bronco, who we've had in here, and uh, great band, great band, good guys, love those guys. Um, all of a sudden, there's this big article of them in the Tacoma Weekly and the show that they're doing that uh, is in competition, actually, with our show on the Friday the 13th. But uh, no mention of the zone. Yeah. We don't get contacted by the Weekly. We've never been in the Weekly. <laughs> never been talked to by the Weekly. And they didn't even mention <laughs> us. So here, once again, we get shafted. Dang. I know, it sucks. But uh, all right. Well, the last of the, you know, sort of the news and stuff we want to talk about before we get into the big program today. We have some stellar guests, man. I mean, this is a, a great lineup today. But Wonder Boy got a job. Yes, I am so happy. <laughs> I am so happy. <laughs> das Wunderkind. Uh, is now going to be working at what's the name of the place? It's some uh, retirement home at the Glen, and he's a what is he a bedpan washer? Yep, 
He's a pan a, washer he's or some, a pan of some wa- kind. He does some sort of washing out there. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. I'm going to show up on his first day just to heckle the crap out of him. <laughs> That's tomorrow. Is it? Well, That's then I won't be doing. there because I won't be up early enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staying up late tonight. But anyway, Wonder Boy, congratulations. Now you can start contributing to our show. <laughs> and and to everybody's social security. That, yeah, yeah we he's appreciate not gonna that. He's a taxpayer oh, yeah, now. exactly. He's a taxpayer now. So He's 18. Right. Actually, his 18th birthday is coming up. Oh, this week? Yes. What day is that? What day is it? What Wonder Boy? Wednesday. 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 Right. And how old you gonna how's he gonna be? He's gonna be eighteen. Eighteen and still no driver's license. What kind of putts are you, man? What are you gonna ride your truck? <laughs> well, actually we went work? down we went he told me we could do this and I didn't believe him, but I was right. He was wrong. Sat yesterday we went down to the DMV to schedule for his driving test. And they said, no, you can't take it because you're not 18. He's like, but I'm going to be 18 Wednesday, and you have to schedule it beforehand. He's like, nope, can't do it until you're All right, thank 18. you for that long story about nothing. <laughs> hey, I um, thought it was interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, we, got a big, we got people to get to, Double D. Yes, they are more important. They than are way am. more important. Uh, a lot very, more interesting, too. Very cool guests that we have on the show today. One of our all-time favorite guests, and I say this every time she comes in, and we have her, had her on the phone. She's phenomenal and funny and nice, and uh, we love her to death. Alicia Wood is in town, and she's uh, doing some gigs around town. You can go to her website, aliciawood.com, which is completely renovated and brand new, and it is stellar. In fact... We're on it. We want to give her big props and kudos for that because we can't get local press, but Alicia Wood will put us on her website. Yeah, yeah. So thanks. Very nice of her to do that. And uh, before we go into the interview and uh, introduce uh, the, who was in here with her, let's listen to a little bit of Alicia Wood. I used to live in Seattle, and I left Seattle, and I called my mom one year, and I said, you know what? I give up. I can't afford to buy everybody back home all their gifts and then ship them across the country. So I'm not going to get anybody anything because I think that's fair. And she cracked herself. (laughs) Christmas is extremely important to my mom. And she goes, well, Alicia, if you don't buy them their gifts, then how will they know that you love them? I'm broke. They know I love them. You know what I'm saying? And she goes, well, I just really think you should get something for everybody. And it it bothered her so much that she actually went out and she bought all of my friends their gifts from me. Which was cool, but she didn't ask what would be a good idea to get each person. So she got a few things that I wouldn't have gotten, like John, for example. She got him a book on Kwanzaa. I said, Mom, that's kind of inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like going, well, Merry Christmas, black guy. Let's get him something else, you know what I'm saying? Like a book or a gift certificate to a strip club. I know, John, that's what he wants. Guarantee it. She goes, well, I put a lot of effort into this, and if you don't like it, then fine. You're just ungrateful because I really think this is a great gift. I think it's appropriate. I spent a lot of time trying to put thought into it. I said, Mom, I just really don't think it's the best gift we could give him. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's get him something else. Really, please, could we just, because this is for me, and he's going to think that I'm thinking something that I'm not thinking, and I just really don't like this, and it makes me uncomfortable, and I'm from Seattle, and we're politically correct, and I just don't want to do this. And she goes, well, I just think, you know what? See if I ever do anything for you ever again. I go, go, fine. Go ahead and give it to him then. Throw it in a bucket of fried chicken and some watermelon. It's red and green. Merry Christmas. (laughs) All right, Alicia. 
Alicia Wood, one of our favorites. She's in today. And I also want to introduce to you uh, Rebecca Corey, who is a phenomenal comedian and has done really well for herself. She's from Kent, and now she lives uh, down in L.A. She lived in Chicago for a while, Was uh, studied under the Second City banner, and um, she's a little dynamo, and she's been on in TV and in movies and all over the place. And she has an event coming up on August 14th. That's this coming Saturday at the Renton IKEA Performing Arts Center, which is basically Renton High School's auditorium. I didn't even know high schools could have sponsors like that. But anyway, it's the Renton High School Auditorium, and it's uh, the tickets are 20 bucks cash at the door. Now, you can go to brownpapertickets.com and pay a, it's like about a $3 charge, and that's why I like brown paper tickets. So 23 bucks, and it's Alicia Wood and Elaine Boozler, who is a legend in comedy, and Rebecca Corey. All three of them are all going to be legends when it's all said and done. Let's listen to a little bit of Rebecca Corey. I thought I said I'd be with you in just a second, sir. Yeah, I was just uh, trying to save some time here for you. I'll tell you what, uh, you can get the blue cheese, though, when you're ready. Okay, thanks. <laughs> there you go. If you want to order something else, tell me, and I'll get it for you. Okay, sir? Right. <laughs> what a biatch. <laughs> Did you say something? Mm -hmm. Would you call me? And I, didn't, I didn't call you anything. You want to go? I'll go right now. You're say, saying you want to fight me? Anytime. I'm not going to fight you. Yeah, I didn't think so. Please welcome Rebecca Corey. Rebecca Corey. Rebecca Corey. Rebecca Corey. Let's put some lipstick on this pig, shall we? Please welcome to the stage, Rebecca Corey. I know what you guys are thinking as soon as I came out here. Hey, what's a supermodel doing stand-up for, huh? All right, that first clip, of course, was with Kevin James of King of Queens, and she was also on Last Comic Standing, uh, Season 4. A special guest today, special moments that we spent with Rebecca Corey and Alicia Wood. Listen in. All right, it's not that often that we get some uh, just some really entertaining, uh, stellar guests uh, that take time out of the schedule to stop in and gift us with their presence. I mean, we have great guests on our program all the time, but today we're particularly excited about having Rebecca Corey and Alicia Wood. Alicia Wood, of course, been in here before. She's one of our favorites, and we're always glad to see her. And, of course, today the, uh, the, the, the gal of honor who has the big event coming up on Saturday, Rebecca Corey. Rebecca, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Oh, it's an absolute I'm pleasure. I'm very thrilled to be here. Oh, I great. Like Alicia, how are you? Hun? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, uh, we're awesome. And awesome. it's uh, we can't wait to get caught up with you and what you right. what, what's all been right. going on with you. But uh, first of all, let's just let's talk about what this is all about. August 14th, which is this coming Saturday at the Renton High School Center, and it's called the IKEA Center, but don't go to IKEA. Go to the Renton High School. Right. And 8 o'clock is a big event that's happening. Rebecca Corey, Alicia Wood, and Elaine Boozler are going to be putting on a, uh, a comedy event, and it's a special event because they're also three hours before, I believe, you're going to have ad adoptions out in the uh, parking lot for animals, particularly dogs, and uh, you're taping this event, so anybody who wants to be 
on tape at a Rebecca Corey concert. What a great you know opportunity that is. So everybody head down, see the show, get be a part of the taping, and then buy the DVD. Yeah, that's a good idea. Isn't that the idea of this? <laughs> that's the best idea I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, that's except right. for comfy cones. Those and are the, really good ideas. And at the $250 level. Right. <laughs> you get a CD and glasses. No. Right. <laughs> I, I, was, I was remiss to introduce uh, another special guest that we have in here. Rebecca Corey brought in her dog, Angel. Angel, everybody. Angel. Angel, everybody. Yes. Welcome wow. to the program. She's, <laughs> she's acknowledging. So now, Rebecca, tell yeah. us a little little bit about this event your uh your brain this is your brain trust and this is your baby and all eyes are heading towards saturday yeah august the 14th how did this come to you was it in a vision in a dream and then how did how is this all going to happen well i'm sure some people would say it was their idea first and then i decided to do it it's not <laughs> true um i'm i've been a, in the animal rescue forever and i've been doing stand-up comedy for 15 years and um, you know I've done a couple things you know a half hour on Comedy Central and some other stuff and I was ready for an hour and uh, I just think you have to be proactive do it yourself and but I wanted to combine two of my biggest passions which are animals and comedy I mean I got a few other two like sushi <laughs> I got some stuff I like we're gonna have a save the sushi yeah, uh, half hour comedy next year, next okay year. <laughs> Um, and so I decided that, you know, it'd be a really cool thing to give them an opportunity to work together, meet each other, um, and, uh, and possibly save some lives in the process of getting, you know, animals adopted Right. and, uh, then just have an unbelievable stand-up show. And I was lucky enough to get Alicia and Elaine Boozler to agree to do it, which is really cool because it's a stellar lineup. I love it. And look, it's not a women chick thing because I don't believe <laughs> I'm with Elaine in the in the mindset of like there is no such thing as a woman comedian. I don't refer to myself as that. I'm a comedian. You're not a comedian. No, no, I'm a comedian. I'm a stand up comic. And <laughs> right. I I don't just only talk about girl stuff and only relate to ladies and talk about, you know, or mom humor or whatever. I just talk about what's funny to me. So um, And it's very funny indeed. For those of you who aren't familiar with Rebecca Corey and her uh, brand of humor and her stand up, it's dynamite. It's funny. Uh, you were on the uh, last comic standing, mm -hmm. I believe, uh, season four. Right. And uh, I've watched I watched that entire se season, but I've also gone back to you know the clips on YouTube and stuff. And you coming out in your combat boots and you're kicking around the stage. <laughs> that is just yeah. off the hook. It's off the charts. It's so funny. <laughs> it's like this little fireball of energy. And uh, and then what you and then the things you talk about. You're right. It's not all just quote chick comedy. I mean, it's life comedy that's funny. Yeah, it's just stuff that's I just think is funny. I want to talk about. <laughs> Sometimes I kick it out a little bit. A I lot. don't really actually. I'm not kicking as much anymore. Really, I'm really not. And I actually, the last few shows, some people come up to me after the shows and went like, "What? What happened? What? What happened? You, did you? What did you forget? Did you have what? a hip problem now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> waiting for Obamacare to kick in. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about uh, you as a person and growing up. You grew up here in mm -hmm. the Northwest. Yeah, uh, you're a Kent uh, kid. You're yeah. free, the mean streets of Kent. That's right. And tell us about growing up, uh, your experience of being in the Northwest, going to school, and and then leaving. 
Well, at birth, I was like, I got to get out of here. Uh, <laughs> and so I, uh, I just kept counting the days, you know, and then 18 years luckily swung by and, um, I got my Volkswagen bug and my mom gave me a bag of Doritos and some grapes and was like, oh, good luck out there. <laughs> and uh, I drove to Chicago and I uh, just started doing Second City and, you know, stand up and actually stand up in L.A., but like improv and mm -hmm. comedy out in, um, in the Chicago. The Windy City. Yep. I did uh, Tony Tina's wedding. I, I that saw that. Uh, yeah. Almost a year. Not I did. Quite. I did a year and a half, I think. Almost. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah, I think I, you're oh, no, I think 11, it months. 11 months. Yeah, yeah. It, does, it does. Good reading. Good so reading. the math. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I'm not good at math. I'm not. Um, and then now, I, tell us about Second City, though. I mean, that's a very, that's a big brand. That's a popular, a lot of people come out of Second City. Yeah. They're prestigious. It, yes, it's prestigious. Thank you, Alicia. You're welcome. Uh, you know, they go on to. Legendary. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, Alicia. Amazing. A, a, yeah, she's Throwing out us. big words and stuff. Would you like to be the co-host? <laughs> <laughs> Who was on? Who was on Second City with you? Were there anybody that went on uh, and did? Well, any I went through stuff? the training program. Okay. I auditioned to be a member of Second City or the mm -hmm. touring company, and every year they said no. <laughs> so it was devastating for me because I so wanted it. When I was studying at Second City, I mm -hmm. was not a member of Second City. Right. I never was a member of Second City. But when I was studying and going through the program, I went through like over a year. Um, the people on the main stage that I got to see every time it was Steve Carell. Steve Colbert, Amy Sedaris, Chris Farley, um, but Mitch Rouse, Cindy Caponaire, all those, all wow. the people that have went on to be enormous. Either I got big to watch them. Or died. <laughs> That's right. Farley, one of my favorite of all time. He's unbelievable. I mean, that guy is I like can't. my absolute favorite of all time. My favorite of all time. Really? Of all time. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Can we have a group hug? When I talk about, Chris about Chris Farley. Farley. Oh, man. I love him so much. I'm devastated that yeah. he's not with us. But I mean, I never met Chris Farley, but I followed him oh. uh, immensely. I, every Anytime he was on anything, I was there. And uh, yeah, that really shook me up, uh, even more than when Belushi went down. You know, yeah. I mean, Farley was my man. But, yeah. Uh, let me just ask Alicia real quick. Alicia, you're on this killer bill, this great lineup. I know. How awesome is that? <laughs> is that a, is, that's <laughs> great. I'm so happy that you're on it. And uh, tell us, get us caught up in the world of Alicia, because the last time you were on, you were kind of going to take a hiatus, and you had just come off like a, the whole Vegas, uh, yeah. you know, the next best comic, and all these things. The America's Next Funniest. Um, America's Next Funniest. My title that has no noun. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the last time we had you in, you had just come off of this whole whirlwind of activity, and had uh, were doing your thing at the Rendezvous in Seattle, and then you were going to go back to... California and yeah. relax. Yeah, I was hoping for that. It didn't really happen. <laughs> um, I did a lot. Of, I did a lot of meetings with like management and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. So I kept negotiating the uh, the CD. Yeah, thing, I was going to ask about um, that. I'm ready to sign the deal. I just haven't been able to locate a printer since I've been in Washington. So uh, if you guys have a printer, I can sign that contract and then we officially can say, <laughs> "Oh my God, you guys! I'm officially in a contract to make a CD." But that's the only thing that's holding me back <laughs> is that I've not been able to get internet internet access and a printer at the same Together. time. Together, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, but yeah, it's just been Kinko's, a couple like that. Wonder Boy, uh, yeah, <laughs> take it's care cool. of that. 
things things are happening. It's just like there's no money yet, but there mm-hmm. are plans for money. Yes. So that's good. That's always you a good know. Plan. And then some touring, uh, starting to work in Canada. Got my passport. So I'm pretty Perfect. stoked. Things are cool. Well, tell us about this show. How did you get uh, connected with Rebecca? And how cool is it to be on a bill with Elaine? You would have to ask Rebecca, actually. She just called me and, and was like, I don't know if you want to do this. And I was like, yes, I do. And she's like, well, let me tell you about it. And I'm like, no, no, I want to no, do I'm it. I'm in. And yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> so, and plus, the other thing, too, is that this is super beneficial because last time I was home, I don't know if I told you guys this, my nephew doesn't know who I am. Right, yes. <laughs> you know, so like, you know, I was like, I would love to go back to that. It's always finding a reason to come back, you know, so I can go like, what's my name? What's my name? Who am I? I'm a presence in your life, really, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Rebecca, yes. how did you get hooked up uh, with calling Alicia and saying, let's do this thing? Well, you know, I, I'm not, I, I like to give uh, the ladies a little love in the biz, <laughs> yes. and any chance I get, a ch- you know, any opportunity I get. To uh, to help a, a lady out who's trying to tell jokes, you know, slinging jokes for a living. Um, <laughs> I do that, and I uh, I I love her. I've known her for a long time. I've known of her for a very long time. We were mm-hmm. with the same college agent. I've oh, seen her. Oh, you got me, my college agent. I did. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that until just now. Actually, <laughs> yeah, I really did. Yeah, a no, moment she of clarity. Did. Yeah, on the Northwest. And, uh, and I just thanks thought, again for that. You're welcome, ma'am. <laughs> um, and so I uh, wanted to think, you know, I mean, it's like, look, I said, I can't pay anything. I mean, this is just like, this is a grassroots first time deal at this, producing my own hour. Right. I plan to do, produce all my hours in the future, but this is the first time doing it. So, you know, I'm just basically asking you to, I'll, I'll ha- it's, I have a professional crew that's going to shoot it and it's going to be television broadcast quality. I can get you that. <laughs> and uh, hopefully 500 people to perform in front of and it'll be a great thing to, you know, uh, be a part of if you want and she was like yeah totally so that's what that's how it worked yeah and it's august so 14th at the renton high school center and tickets are available on brown paper tickets it's at eight o'clock alicia wood rebecca Corey, and elaine boozler rebecca i wanted to ask you uh yeah. after getting familiar with your work and going to your site one of the things i really like that you do is the physical side of your acting and your comedy uh-huh. and uh we've already probably mentioned somebody who i would guess would be one of your influences on the physical comedy side right any other influences uh going back to uh physical comics that you uh that you uh, like and i like black comics I like like uh, Pryor and I. You know who I love is Jamie Fox. I watched mm-hmm. his special. I love John Leguizamo. Right, he's so unbelievable. He's black. black. No, he's not. <laughs> but to me, I imagine <laughs> naked he would appear. Similar. Okay, all right, all right. Fair That's just me. Yeah, touche. Touche. I'm just saying yeah. he's not. But um, he might be in places. Yeah, I, he might be in certain places that yeah. count. And uh, and uh, I love Martin Lawrence. I just like, uh, I like story, t- I love uh, Bill Cosby. I like storytelling, I like storytellers. I mm-hmm. mean, yes, I like the jokes and stuff, but um, I uh, I like to get sucked in and feel like I know who I'm watching. That's just, my favorite kind of. Uh, I just felt like in that one clip that uh, shows you kind of stumbling down the stairs, that <laughs> yeah. had a little Chevy Chaseness in it there. Yeah, yeah. You know? Well, yeah, of course, <laughs> anything, anytime, any falling, anything physical is, I, I'm, I'm done. 
I laugh at, at anyone <laughs> falling. I laugh. It, I, it gets me. I mean, and I anytime I see someone fall in real life, it's over. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the idiot on the side in yeah, hysterics. Yeah, I can't help it. It's funny to me, and so I do do a lot of physical stuff, and it's fun. Yeah, I love great. physical stuff. Yeah. Well, let me go down to a list of some just some of the TV shows that you've been on, and people might recognize you from there. Uh, you've been on Yes, Dear. Uh, you did a Gallo Wines uh, commercial. <laughs> I, did. I did. I did. I um, did. <laughs> yeah. You have a I big wanted, dug I wanted her to recreate it because it's not on the site. Isn't yeah. that unbelievable? I don't know if I can recreate it because I need the three other really bad actors that I was in the oh, spot that's with. Us. <laughs> Double D, Joe, yeah. and myself. And we volunteer. We were just pouring wine and we were just talking about our lives. Uh, oh. I don't know if you guys can do that, yeah. but oh. it paid the bills for a year. Yeah. It was wow. a good campaign. I know. Wow. I wish I wanted to see it. I wish it was uh, on your site. Gotta get a copy uh, of that. <laughs> you were on King of Queens. You've mm -hmm. been on the Bernie Mac show, the Wayne Brady show, Rules of Engagement, and just several others. And I'm just, it's you know, TV versus stand up is different. You know, it's yeah. it's a whole different ball game and everything. And like we were talking earlier, you're saying the 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 piece on. Um, the uh, King of Queens. It took several takes because Kevin James couldn't quite keep it together. Mm. Do you like TV? Do you prefer it over doing stand up? Would you go that route, or you're content just to do some bit parts and you you're really locked into comedy? Oh no, 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 no! It's about television, my friend. <laughs> Let's not kid ourselves. I mean, that's it. That's it. You yes. just you just. It, so it's, we might see a Rebecca Corey like Variety Hour or a comedy show. Well, point? I really, really yeah, hope so. Yeah. Show. I mean. Um, yeah, that would be incredible, actually. But it's just about um, starring Alicia Wood. <laughs> I can't act. Are you kidding me? Well, so TV is where it's at. You yes, you just, it's so fun. It's so fun, and you know, you get to do it over. And you still, the audience, if you don't do it right the first time, you get to do it over. And I will be doing that during my taping too. By the way, if something doesn't go right, I'm doing it over. I'm gonna do a, the joke over. It's kind of like right here. Take yeah. two. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do a take two. Um, Rebecca, Rebecca, I want to uh, get back into uh, kind of the benefit side of the show coming up uh -huh. on the dog rescue. Do yeah. you have some kind of the hard numbers on what's going on with animals and how many are out there to be adopted and you know how prevalent the problem is? Well, I do know that in the United States, we we put to death six million dogs a year. Wow. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, six million. That's a lot. And uh, it's ridiculous. Um, there, just to get real deep for one quick sack, um, you know, Gandhi, I believe that's the quote, uh, who, who made this uh, quote, you could judge a nation by the way they treat their animals. And I think there's a lot of truth in that. I, I, uh, I know that in Seattle, it's not as bad as it is in Los Angeles, what's going on with animals. I mean, the, the shelters are so overpopulated and the rescues, it's just, they're, they, they're just euthanizing every three days because they mm. just can't keep up. And Seattle's a much better place they they we like our doggies they you do and they also are really great about placing them a lot of shelters have room so mm. much different vibe yeah. but um um yeah it's a problem and i think that i'm real passionate about it because for a lot of different reasons but one of the things that i wish would happen is that the um mistreatment of animals i have a rescue angel who was you know brutally mutilated and abused um mm. in a fighting ring in los angeles you should go into detail about that you were yeah, telling me that especially in the car. yeah you were yeah, talking the about yeah, the whole pit bull situation just that quick rundown that you gave me in the car yeah someone like, dumped acid on her back cut her ears off with razor blades geez. broke both of 
of her back legs over Bradder, broke her tail. Can we do that, tail. find that person and, you know, do that? I'd like to drag them behind a car yeah. is what I, until their body parts fall off. But <laughs> I, I honestly feel like if there's, if like, if, like, for example, in Los Angeles, the ACTF, the Animal Cruelty Task Force, has 14 officers. Seven million people in the city. 14 officers. They did have 27, Jeez. but they just cut down to 14. Wow. Now, if our government took it more serious, what's going on with the treatment of animals, I can guarantee you this, that the person that did, the person or people that did this to her are not nine to fivers paying their bills. They are raping mm -hmm. and killing and dealing. Well, they've and shown there's a direct link between cruelty to animals 100%. to actual, uh, you know, deviant behavior in, 100%. In, in a lifestyle towards other people right. and you know it just in you know they go into robbing and drugs and all kind of things i mean there is a direct link there's no denying that absolutely and i think if we, if we funded groups to you know funded officers or you know gave these people the city money to actually fight off the stuff i think we would solve a lot of other problems and so well, plus it, it's kind of the whole pit bull image problem too the yeah. reason that the pit bulls get bad raps is because it's bad owners it's people like whatever they did you know they michael had vick. did yeah the, the michael vick thing what happened to angel i mean they're the ones that have the problem not the dog exactly i absolutely agree i mean these are great dogs they're part of the terrier family they're smart they're great with kids they're loving loyal sweet it's just when they bite they cause damage because they're strong but they're not fear biters right i mean there are some dogs who like are you know they call them fear biters like yeah. the little like yeah, the little yipey dogs yeah. who get afraid and they like to snap Pit like the wiener dogs like will come. They're the number one biting dog in the country. Yeah. They're wiener dogs. You're most likely to get bit by a wiener dog. <laughs> yeah, that's what and you I said. And I have been bit by a wiener dog before. <laughs> well, well, they come from that German attack mode, so. Yeah, exactly. Das Wiener. But doesn't it really depend on the owner? Like how the owner trains the animal and all of that as to how the pit bull acts going forward? I think so. I think it's also, yeah, I think it's the treatment of what the owner does to the animal. It's right. all about the treatment of the animal. So then before you're Event on uh, I'm this sweating like a pig. This coming Saturday, the 14th, mm -hmm. uh, there's an opportunity for people to come and actually do some adopting. Absolutely, from four to seven. Four to seven Seattle, in the parking lot. Uh, uh, in the in front of the theater, it's a big grass. Oh, and they're okay. setting up tents yeah. and stuff. So there's the uh, the Tacoma Humane Society, uh, the Seattle Humane Society, Noah Rescue, um, Posado Safe Haven, Draw Rescue. Um, uh, 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 old Dog Haven. They rescue only a lot old of them. Yeah, there's there's ten of them. You can go on my website and see, or go RebeccaCorey.com. Yeah, RebeccaCorey.com. From what you know, the of uh, the adoption process and what what will be happening uh, before the show is it fairly easy? Oh yeah, you just par tons of parking, free parking, park up, and you know, no, there's no cost or anything. You just go, and there's also a guy that's going to be there that makes these calendars where he takes pictures of piles of shit in different locations. <laughs> <laughs> He's a genius, and the the, the calendars are going to be for sale, and then a portion of the that. so it's like you have a yeah. shitty day every day. You yeah, it's awesome. The, the Picasso, <laughs> the Picasso of poop. It's pretty great. <laughs> it's pretty great. Now tell us about Elaine Boozler, who's going to be the host. Uh, uh, and and I guess the warm up to you on this from what we're hearing and yeah. how did you get Elaine Boozler involved in this? She's well, a legendary comedian. I obviously. know that. I know that. She is a really close friend of mine. I I love her, admire her. She's been doing she's the reason why ladies like us can yeah. uh, do comedy. She, yeah. you know, taped her own special and she ended up doing I believe six of them for Showtime, mm -hmm. six hour specials and uh 
She's just a, a huge animal lover. She owns her, she has her own rescue. It's called Tales of Joy. She doesn't do hands-on rescuing, but she raises money and then um, gives the money to other rescues. And um, she's working on a book right now. Um, and I can't wait for that to come out because it's going to be unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's a, a great comic and she wanted to be a part of it. And she's like Angel's godmother. Oh, she's, awesome. Yeah, so that is her, yeah, that's well, her. And speaking of, you know, uh, Elaine <clears throat> kind of paving the way, that's one of the questions I wanted to ask uh, both of you mm-hmm. is um, <clears throat> the whole road for, uh, you know, the female comedians. It's, I mean, we could go all the way back to, you know, like Lucille Ball, who was so funny, was, but she wasn't you like You could even a, go back to like Mom's Mabley. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Price, you could go so far Phyllis back. Stiller, go back. Joan like, but they weren't really yeah, yeah. doing stand-up. And I, yeah. for me, it seems like stand-up for... You know, the ladies really kind of started cranking in the mid to late 80s when you had like... But that's when stand-up started cranking for everybody. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Uh, so they were always there. Right. You, we just didn't know about them. Right. Because for me, it was like all of a sudden, yeah, there was Joan Rivers and then there was like uh, Elaine Boozler and of course um, Ellen was... DeGeneres was doing, starting to do Sam Roseanne and Roseanne. Uh, yeah, and uh, Sandra Bernhardt. Yeah, and um, yeah, yeah. what's her, the lady that's in Vegas, uh, you know, Rita Rudner. Yeah. You know, they really kind of took Brett off during Butler. that time. How do you guys, How what what is the course that you see that uh, has helped you be confident as you know, a female comedian and saying, oh, I can do that. And what, what was the road that you saw that was paved, you know, in the past that you were, gave you some kind of confidence and said, if they can do that, I can do that. Uh, nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> not, not a thing. Not a thing. Uh, absolutely nothing. Not one thing. Nothing. Not no. one person. No. Nope. Good. Well, thank you very much, Joe. Basically, I'm just, yeah, I'm just emulating men. <laughs> Yeah, no, I never. Is that why you grab your crotch in your? Uh, yeah, do I grab it? No, no. <laughs> um, no, maybe I will though. That's maybe that would be good. An idea. In my... You could do the rosy thing where she grabs and spits. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Hey, I've done that. I do well, that in my real life. Yeah, Rebecca, you uh, you were saying you know your act's not just all chick humor, and uh, part of your act that I liked was uh, you've got the sports references, the interview with Michael Jordan, oh, yeah. the deal with the New York Jets. Uh-huh. So obviously you're a sports fan oh, now. Yeah. Now tell me, so now that you're down in L.A. Are you uh, strictly an L.A. fan, or you still got a little love for up here in the Northwest? You know what? Here's the deal. I am not a fan, because I live in Chicago. Come on, let's be... Right. I am a fan of... The player. Okay. I am not a fan of the team. Oh, How's so that? you like certain players? That's right. Who, who, are, who are your people then? Well, who Michael Jordan peeps? is, and I know he doesn't play. I don't even think he owns the Wizards anymore, does he? No, he's okay. Out. He's out. Fine, doesn't matter. He plays but he's golf with still. the Bobcat. He's with the uh, Charlotte. I yeah, but he, he still plays some yeah. golf. He could knit, and he is. <laughs> he gives me goosebumps. He brings tears to my eyes. Michael Jordan, yes. Mr. Jordan. That's the my favorite. Um. You know, I love watching Kobe play because it's all drama. It's a show. Mm-hmm. Um, I love basketball. That's my favorite. I'm not really into football. Is that bad? No. no yeah, I, don't right, really, yeah. I don't really care. I do enjoy the outfits. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that. Um, <laughs> they're, they're good. They're tight. Uh, they're tight and white and yes. see-through. And you can see the pads. That's right. <laughs> And the little strap, the dra- the thing yeah, the, and the jock strap. I love that so much. Um, no, I I just like players. That's really and, it. The, and a Kershaw. And LeBron, uh, come on. And I love your routine about Shaq. Oh, he could swallow me. <laughs> yeah. 
I could travel through his large and small distances, come out, shower up, and be okay. Yes. Well, I think that's true. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> he's a large man. He's a big dude. He's a big, Huge, big man. Dude. Yeah, I could probably use his penis as a balance beam. <laughs> Or as a diving board. We're not <laughs> Whatever. Sure. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Depends where I'm at. If there's right water. And how excited he is. But anyway. I am just drenched. Uh, drenched all right. Uh, okay. So the big deal is happening on August 14th. Yes. That's Saturday at the Renton High School Center. Uh, your tickets are available online at brownpapertickets.com. Uh-huh. It starts at 8. But show up early. Look, uh, go through all the tents and, and maybe adopt a doggy or something. On the bill, of course, it's Alicia Wood, Elaine Boozler, and Rebecca Corey. RebeccaCorey.com is uh, your website, and AliciaWood.com, great new site, girl. Thank you so much. It is stellar, and we want to have you back in sometime, of course, because you're our favorite. We love you. Thank you so much. And, and if you adopt a dog, does your dog get in free? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> the, only, the only dog, very good question, very good question. Go Chargers. Uh, <laughs> No, I'm going to tell you, the only dog, you know, who will be making an appearance is Anjali. Oh, of course. Anjali. Of course. Uh, she will be coming. At, she's giving me a really shitty look right now. You know, we're we almost done. She's like, you know what? Uh, I got done. stuff to do. Um, but she'll be there. Other dogs you can put in for applications. And get there's gonna be cats too. I'm not real. I love cats, but don't own one. I don't think I ever. Oh, I've been telling people it's only dogs. Oh no, it's cats too. (laughs) Dogs and cats. Okay, okay. Living together. (laughs) The end of the world. Yeah, and uh, and the show is gonna be off the uh, uh, chain. Yeah. Yeah. There's gonna be a lot of stuff talked about. It's gonna be great, and I hope everybody goes to it. Yes. And it's gonna be fun. Okay, before before we wrap up though, we have to give you the Big Ten. Everybody loves the Big Ten, and we're gonna we have to give Rebecca Corey, big time star who uh, has stopped in today along with Alicia Wood. And this is the Big Ten. Okay. Rebecca, yes. your favorite food, darling? Sushi. <laughs> I should have guessed that because we talked do about Do I have better. to do it like a game show? Like, <laughs> <Yes>. ding. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, what kind of car do you drive? Uh, a Ford Explorer. Ding. <laughs> well, we Okay, your favorite team or athlete? Uh, Michael Jordan. We've covered almost so so far. I think we've yeah, covered we, all these we, in the well, interview. That's Michael, some damn good interviewers. Yeah, yeah you guys. Are, I think you did a great we, job. We what we was your first paying them. job? I dressed up at oh to root oh 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 <laughs> my first. You mean in the entertainment industry? No, just, just no, period. Forever. Oh, Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Yeah. All the you Seven Eleven. Sweet. Uh, the first. Album or CD? Art, what are you doing? You, you want ever me to bought? Take your leg off? <laughs> You're messing with their dog, man. He's literally kicking her with his foot. Did yeah. you guys get that on camera? Can you guys? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Double D, get out of here. Yeah, yeah. you're double part D. of the problem. Yeah. Double D. Are you insane? I just explained what happened to her, and you're rubbing her with your foot. <laughs> okay, I need you on the ground and open your legs, and I'm going to do the same thing and see how it goes. Fucking out of your mind. He wouldn't feel it. Okay. <laughs> What was the first album or CD you ever bought? Donnie and Marie. Yes. Yes. (laughs) The purple sock. Yeah. A little Uh, bit country, a little bit rock and roll. That's right. Okay. For you right now, what is a can't miss TV show? Uh, My Life on the D List. (laughs) That is a good show. (laughs) Uh, Your favorite movie of all time? Oh, come on now. Okay. The last movie you saw. Oh, no, I'll do favorite of all time. Uh, time. I love 
Legends of the Fall. Oh, <laughs> very good? nice. When he rides in on that horse, it's <laughs> your pit. Stop huh? it. Uh, the last concert, and it doesn't have to be music, whatever, the last concert you attended. The last concert I attended was mm-hmm. like professional music. Yes. Excuse, uh, Lauren Hill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. yeah. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, ding. You got that. Okay. Your favorite drink. If we're all sitting around, we're at a restaurant or bar or whatever, and and Joe's buying. Yeah. Uh, what are you ordering? Gallo wine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, are I'm you not. getting residuals? <laughs> no, oh, shit. That's why I, I take it back. I take it back. Um, I would do a, a Pinot Noir. Okay. Uh-huh. Very good. Yeah. Uh, your favorite tool? Uh, my right hand. <laughs> I use it for a lot of things. Yes. Very, very it's good. It's a very important tool to have. It is, yeah. yeah. It's multi So if I didn't have it, I'd only have my left, and then nice. I would that It's would like suck. an all-in-one tool. Yeah. Separates all us from in the... All-in-one. Yeah, absolutely. Separates okay, the last the of the Big Ten, yep. <clears throat> because we're in the Northwest, you're oh. from the Northwest, uh-huh. what's your favorite place in the Northwest? Oh, my goodness. Uh, um, oh, uh... Um, the all the uh, teriyaki places. Yeah, yeah. Right. teriyaki. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Corey, yeah. Alicia Wood, and Elaine Boozler, August fourteenth. That's this coming Saturday at the Renton High School Center. Brownpapertickets.com. It starts at eight. Come show up early. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you so much for and having tickets us. Tickets are unbelievably cheap considering oh. what you're getting. Seriously, oh. that's a Seriously. very good point. How much that are has the to come in. They're there, twenty dollars yeah. cash. Yes. Only at the door, and online there's a dollar city fee and then a one ninety nine fee for brown like paper. Twenty three. Twenty three bucks. It's a steal, folks. Jump on it. Be there. We're gonna be there. We'll see you guys. All right. Thank Thanks you so, so much. much. You guys rock. All right. I want to tell everybody that RebeccaCorey.com is her website, and she is fantastic. Yeah, she really is. We had a lot of fun in there, and Alicia Wood, of course, is always one of our favorites, but it was very special to have Rebecca in here. It was her first time on our program, and I know this week she's full of media. Like, what did she say? She's going on the Marty Reamer podcast. She right. was going to do, uh, what was it, uh, uh, Evening Magazine. Magazine. She's going to be on the Bob Rivers show, right. uh, Ron and Don. Yeah. So the fact that she would stop in to the Northwest Convergence Zone, we feel pretty special. Yeah, we really do. And Thank we really, you. we really wanted to have Elaine Boozler on the phone, but she's, uh, she has some stuff going on, and uh, we may be uh, taping an interview with her this week that we will put up uh, maybe next week or whenever we can do it. But Elaine Boozler is going to be hosting that. And if you don't know who Elaine Boozler is, man, you don't know comedy at all. So uh, August 14th, that's this coming Saturday, 8 o'clock, Alicia Wood, Elaine Boozler, and Rebecca Corey taping a one-hour special. It's at the Renton High School Center and uh, brown paper tickets or at the door. We want to thank those guys so much for coming in. All right. Well, let's move on in the program. And uh, it's time for a little uh, update at Hell's Kitchen. And now it's time for our weekly update with what's going on at Hell's Kitchen. And here's Flash. 
Welcome to the Hell's Kitchen update on Northwest Convergence Zone. My name is Flash, and I will be your guide through this week's action. This week, like every week at Hell's Kitchen, we start out with Tightwad Tuesday. This week, we have another free show. As You Are Entertainment presents Highlight Bomb, Big Quinn and the Broken Hearts, Chaos Revolution Theory, and Klondike Kate. Music starts at 8, and as always, on Tuesdays, we open at 4 p.m. for $2 wells, $2 for any beer, and $2 for two huge tacos. Wednesday, we have a special treat out of Southern California. Sean Wheeler, singer for Throw Rag, along with Xander Sloss from the Circle Jerks, thrill us with their special brand of acoustic mayhem. Opening the show are James Honeycutt, Abby Grace, and Mr. Plow. Music starts at 9, there is a $5 cover, and we have $6 pictures of Paps Reuben all night long. Thursday, we get another visit from the wall of sound that is Jucifer. If you haven't experienced this audio assault and you like it loud, you must check out this show. Local heavies Manhammer and Sleeper Cell open the show. Music at 9, and we have a $5 cover. Friday night is the night you've all been waiting for. It's the Northwest Convergence Zone Summer Crush. This powerhouse lineup consists of Jar of Flies, the Northwest Premier Allison Chains tribute, along with China Davis, Clover Jane, Sweet Kiss Mama, and Vile Red Falcons. Things get going around 8 p.m., and there's a $10 cover. Or for those of you with a Northwest Convergence Zone batch, it'll only cost you $5 to get in. Saturday is the finals for the No Bullshit Battle of the Bands. Unhaloed, Blue Helix, Bedside Manor, Blood to Dust, and I to Five all won their respective preliminaries, and now will battle it out for a $2,500 cash prize, as well as $1,000 in merch, all courtesy of CDRollout.com. So come on down and cheer your favorite band and help them get their hands on this great prize. Hell's Kitchen is located downtown Tacoma at 928 Pacific Avenue and it is a 21-plus venue. A valid idea is required for all shows. Booking inquiries can be made at flash at hellskitchenonline.com or at 253-228-3587 or at our website, www.hellskitchenonline.com. Tickets for the following shows are available at Hell's Kitchen, Buzzard Discs, and Rocket Records. No Means No on September 12th, The Melvins on September 27th. Tickets will be available soon for Three Inches of the Blood on September 16th, Authority Zero and the Riverboat Gamblers on September 18th and floater on October 2nd. See you in hell. Hell's Kitchen, 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma, serving up rock since 2002. All right. Uh, thanks, Flash. Flash is getting good at that. Yeah, he's getting yeah, really he good. he really is. <laughs> I remember when Flash first came in here, you can hear the paper rattling on the mic, and uh, he was pretty nervous, but he's really, uh, really slid right into the comfort zone on that, and he's kicking butt. Yeah, he really and is. And we appreciate uh, the fact that he comes in every week and lays down the Hell's Kitchen update. We like Hell's Kitchen. Well, we love Hell's Kitchen, and uh, it was nice to hear him give us some props about this weekend. Yes. What are you guys doing on Friday the 13th? Uh, hiding in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be afraid of Friday the 13th. Double D, what do you got planned? I'm going to be at the door. At the door. Hell's Kitchen. This Friday, this is the last time we can talk about it on the podcast. Uh, this is it, man. Uh, we need all of you out there. This Friday, August 13th, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone's first ever summer crush. And you always remember your first summer crush. And yes. we have a great lineup, man. The uh, Vile Red Falcons, Sweet Kiss Mama, we have Clover Jane, we have uh, the China Davis and Jar of Flies, the ultimate uh, Alice in Chains tribute band. In fact, if you go to Rainstone's page, Facebook page, he has a whole rundown of songs, live versions of the uh, Jar of Flies doing the Alice in Chains stuff. You would never know the difference. 
it's that good. So wow. ten bucks is all it takes to get you in the door. And uh, if you were at our uh, our anniversary party and you got one of the laminates, you show that you're getting in for five. That's the best deal in town, folks. It's the best that we can do. And we need you to come out. And we hope you bring your friends. Come support these bands and come hang with us, man. We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be a party. And it's uh, don't be afraid of Friday the thirteenth. That's right. Come get your tridiscophobia cured. Yes, Big Joe will help you with that. <laughs> you want to explain what the hell that is? Well, don't you remember? Yeah. Uh, Yes, I know. In the the, uh, uh, Peanuts Christmas when Lucy (laughs) explains all the phobias. (laughs) Right. And it's the fear of the number 13. That's right. Right. All right. Well, we've been, uh, over the course of the last two or three weeks, we've caught up with every band that's going to be on the bill with the exception of one. And we got uh, caught up with them today. Ben Fuller from China Davis came in and sat down with us. And here's what he had to say about the big event. All right. We're sitting down today with Ben Fuller from China Davis. We've had everybody on uh, the program so far that's going to be on our uh, the Northwest Convergence Zone Summer Crush, and uh, glad to have Ben in. China Davis is going to be a big part of the show. They are going to be the uh, band before Jar of Flies, and China Davis, always a favorite of our program. We love these guys. Ben, thanks for coming in. Well, thanks for having me, man. So how's things going in the uh, China Davis camp? What you guys been up to? Uh playing a lot (laughs) (laughs) which is a good thing but uh for those who maybe haven't heard you and um i know we're gonna have a a song of yours at the end of our program and we're that's gonna be great but uh, for those out there who are coming to the event who haven't heard china davis kind of describe your sound and um what you guys are as a band uh sounds kind of all over the place because we're one of those bands that kind of bases this song around or the sound around the song i guess so um a lot of people compare it to u2 type of stuff or tom petty um don't really mind that i guess but those aren't bad names to be compared to you know uh i don't know we like traditional music like punk rock like hard rock like soft stuff whatever you know whatever this floats the boat i guess for the song now have you guys played uh hell's kitchen before uh we haven't played there in a while <laughs> <laughs> have you played the new one this not one? the new one the one no. so this will be your first time downtown first time there we've played a lot of other places pretty much everywhere and you know we've known hell's kitchen a long time but since we don't really play heavy rock usually mm-hmm. it's not we don't really clamor for that place a whole lot, but it's an awesome place to play. And yeah, I think be, the, the bands that are on there will be good with us. So It's going to be a great night. We're, uh, we're all jazzed up about it, and that's going to be obviously Friday the 13th, which is this coming Friday, and we want everybody down there. And uh, now, real quick, um, before we get out of here, the... Um, the whole lineup of the evening is just the Vile Red Falcons, and then we have Sweet Kiss Mama, and then we have Clover Jane, and then you guys are coming up. And then after you, of course, is Jar of Flies, which is the Alice in Chains tribute band. Um, your thoughts on the evening, uh, your thoughts on the lineup, and uh, what do you want to tell the people to uh, get out there? We're pretty excited to go down there because, uh, you know, we started out playing at the old uh, Central, which is basically Hell's Kitchen before Hell's Kitchen, and we used to open up it's kind of funny because we used to open up for you know juniors bands the prayer factory and and we were going out there with acoustic guitars so (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of it's a it's gonna be a fun night we'll probably pull out a lot more of their rock and roll stuff and um 
yeah, it's 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 gonna be fun, you know. Looking forward to it. This thing's been you asked me last time I was in here if we wanted to play, so it's been building for a while. Yeah, it looks like a lot of people will be there and I be think, a fun night. So. I think everybody needs to get their butts down there and China Davis, big part of it. We're big fans of China Davis. Uh the last time I saw you guys I actually saw about, I don't know, sixty seconds when you guys were down at the uh what was the name of that place? Um the tavern in Purdy. Oh, the float. The float. <laughs> we got lost. We couldn't find it. And then, was, and then we showed up, and you guys were on the last song, wow, and it was that like was the, a crazy gig too. <laughs> it was at my uh, it was my nephew's birthday that day, and uh, yeah, it's just funny seeing. Well, the little bit I heard, you guys sounded stellar, <laughs> and so we're excited to have you guys on the program. So uh, Ben Fuller from China Davis, uh, thanks for stopping in, and uh, we'll be hearing from you a little later in the show. All right, I want to thank Ben Fuller for coming in. We're going to hear from him in just a moment. He laid down a live track, which is pretty amazing, and it has a deeper meaning than just a song. So we want to hang on for that, and uh, it was great to have him in. Always appreciate Ben being here. And China Davis, what a great band, you guys are uh you know they're right before the jar of flies i hope a lot of people are there to hear it because they are a great band and they've been around the northwest for a long time and they deserve some props and i think uh, i think they're going to lay it down and do a great job so thank you ben and everybody friday the 13th be there Uh, action starts at eight it's going to go till flash shuts the door so that's going to be it for us talking about it and uh see you there All right, you ever thought about that band, movie, or TV star, or local celebrity, and said, hmm, wonder where they are now? Well, to answer those questions for you is the Northwest Convergence Zone's own Professor Emeritus of the Forgotten and Obscure, Rockter J. All right. Thanks, Big D. Well, uh, this week, uh, I kind of dug deep. I was thinking about this guy uh, and thought, you know, I hadn't seen this guy for a long time. I wonder what happened to him. Double D... If I uh, told you <laughs> and asked you... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> no, because I think this is right... At, what? The answer is I have no idea who you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, about. you will. I you don't will. even let, have to hear the question. Let me finish the question. All right. <laughs> if I told you the name Roland Stewart and described this guy as wearing a rainbow wig and holding up a sign that said John 316, would you know who I was talking about? Um... I'm just taking a guess. Is he some guy that's in the stands? Of, yeah, uh, some kind good, of, oh, very good. good. But is he go? some guy? What? Some, he went by Rock and Rolling. Rock okay. and Rolling. He was at all the major sports events: the Super Bowls, oh, he, the NBA and playoffs, the, best ticket, the World Series. That's always one guy. It, it was yeah, always it was the guy. same wow. guy. Now I did not know that. Okay, and he so went. So where's by, he at? He went by Rock and Rolling. Well, Rockin was uh, kind of an interesting guy. Uh, he uh, got married. In fact, he was married four times. Uh, his last marriage uh, didn't go too well. I guess by that time he was having uh, difficulties managing his anger with his uh, ex-wife. But uh, uh, so, Roland, what's the John sixteen? Didn't mean anything. Well, it obviously he uh, lost the meaning. Which uh, kids? This is Sunday, so this is Sunday school. Look up John three sixteen. It's one of the most famous pass. It is the passage of the Bible, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Okay. But anyhow, Rock and Rollin' uh, had a little problem. He went into a hotel room one day, uh, kidnapped a couple guys, and uh, held the uh, chambermaid hostage. And uh, so he was arrested. Um, he's currently, which blew my mind, serving three life sentences what? in prison. 
Is he wearing the rainbow wig? <laughs> well, he might. But he shows up out in the uh, workout yard and flashes the John 316. But that did shock me. Yeah, he is currently in prison. Wow. Uh, he did. That. He actually had a blog up until 1997 and he quit. Um, but uh, he got in a lot of trouble for that. He represented himself in court. Oh, which, that's why uh, he got three. <laughs> you're right. Because he wanted to get his message out. He, oh, uh, wow. And he talked heavily that uh, the rapture was coming. It um, is. It, it is. But uh, he. Uh, that's you know my personal opinion. Who knows? But anyhow, uh, got himself into a lot of trouble. They say that you, when you defend yourself, you have a fool for a client. <laughs> Obviously, he did. But I didn't know three life terms in prison. Wow! And the guy comes up for parole, and they will not give him parole because well, he uh, is mayor of Crazy Town now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's when I was in jail. I got my own lawyer. Very good, Joe. Thank lawyer. you. That was interesting, man. I didn't know that, and I, I, did, I was shocked. Yeah, I always wondered. I, I remember that guy. He was on like every major sporting event. It matter if it was baseball, football, Always. He was basketball, at, whatever. He, he was at to, the uh, the uh, uh, Kingdom All-Star game. Yes. <laughs> well, that was when Morgana ran on the field. <laughs> we had everybody at that oh, thing. Oh, man, what a whacked out deal that was. Yeah, All right, well, thanks for here, that. though, so hang in there, rocking. Exactly. All right, well, it's been a great episode, and uh, we want to thank everybody for tuning in. And uh, Rebecca Corey, thank you so much for being here. Alicia Wood, always a pleasure, and come back anytime. Well, Rebecca Corey can come back anytime, but Alicia Wood is just special in our hearts. And uh, Ben Fuller from China Davis, we thank all those people for coming in. It's been a great episode, I believe. It's good to have Joe back. It's always a pleasure to hear you, my man. I love uh, love what you bring to the podcast. And uh, as always, this is Big D. Yeah, this is Big Joe the Rockter. This is Double D. And this is the Northwest Convergence Zone. Where all things come together. Let's leave with a song by Ben Fuller. It's titled Beautiful Girl. He's going to tell you all about it and then take us out of here. So this song's uh, Beautiful Girl. Um, the reason I'm playing it is uh, my brother asked me to, to put it out there, I guess, and we didn't have a recording of it, so I figured I'd ask Daryl if we can play it. And uh, it's his uh, his daughter left this... Uh, actually, she's, she was gone for 65 days, and then we finally had her uh, uh, over back. They went and got her and brought her home for one day so we can have an intervention on her and then she took off after the intervention so now she's gone again out in Gig Harbor so uh, I set up a thing on Facebook with her pictures and everything so if uh, if someone goes to my my Facebook Ben Fuller uh, then you and a, a multitude of other people put up the same link with her pictures on it just we want to find find where she is in Gig Harbor or if it's Tacoma I guess sometimes they go up to Bothell um, so it's her Ashley Fuller and um, Kai Perkins is her boyfriend that she's been hanging out with so I uh, just kind of want to get to the bottom of it and get her back to her parents because they miss her and she's not really taking it all that seriously so uh, the song was Beautiful Girl I hope you can trust the days forgive the paths of pain When I looked into your eyes 
In the day that you came to me in a dream like an angel comes to change unchain everything and I wash you now out on the lake and the lake shakes for the fear and the walls we build don't change a thing stand up now above all pain I believe the rain will come sometimes but you'll come up with the sunshine my beautiful girl oh, 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 oh. Every day you see a babe crawling I'll wait the day that you become free, your independence day, that's what's in my head, and it aches in pain for the wings that you get to fly to fade, and to fade. to the highest hill She stands now above all pain You're the sea that floats on a feather for worse or for better My beautiful girl Bittersweet
This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.